1: Fish Talk Radio, this is John Hennigan in studio, and I'm sitting here by myself today, um, and Grizz is in Loretto making some sort of a Hollywood film, I'm sure we'll hear about it when he gets back, but uh, a lot of exciting stuff going on. One of the things I'd like to cover now, it's that time of the year, and it's almost getting too late uh, to come up with what your, um, what your dreams of the perfect fishing trip are. Now, we're closing out the Alaska. If you're interested in that, let us know because that's uh, um, reaching the point where we have to know now or it ain't going to happen for you. So, and we've also got, um, we're going to be talking to Axel Valdez about, um, from Hotel Buena Vista in the East Cape in um, Baja, California, sir. There's many tournaments coming up. And, you know, the Bisbee, of course, is the big one, and it's, you know, that's for high rollers. It can cost a lot of money to get in that one. But in East Cape, there's a number of tournaments that are quite affordable, you know, like for 150 bucks a person, plus your boat, and a very reasonable um, accommodations so you know if you want to have an opportunity to win 50 grand and invest uh, 150 bucks for per person for a five man team or four man team then uh it might be something you want to consider. So all it takes is one. And then, you know, there's there's multiple tournaments. Of course, the uh, um, Palmas de Cortez is the primary sponsor of the uh, Dorado Shootout. Now they've got a Wahoo Shootout. And we're going to talk to Axel about some of the different tournaments that are coming up in the next few months. And what it takes to get in. and. Uh, if you've never done it, man, it's, it's really it's fun whether you win or not. But if you do win for, for a small investment, you can come back uh, um, in, in pretty good shape and be a hero. But give us, uh, give us some information. If you want to get in touch with me, it's john at fishtalkradio.com, john at fishtalkradio.com. And just ask any question, and we'll take care of you. You are listening to Fishtalk Radio.
0: one-seventh place in America's top 100 family-friendly places to boat and fish, the lake is in the Bay Area, only 45 minutes away from San Francisco. This scenic destination boasts over a dozen hiking and biking trails, trophy-sized fish, boat rentals, Bay Area kayak tours, and a picturesque eating area at the surprisingly delicious cafe. Tell them John Hennigan sent you, and they'll even give you a special gift on California parks. Visit LakeCabotRecreation.com for information. That's LakeCabotRecreation.com.
3: I went down with the fishing hole, and I sat down with my fishing pole. Some grabbed my hook, and they got my bait, and they jerked me out in the middle of the lake. Some jumped. I got sunk. Baptized on a credit. Fishing down on the muddy bank, I felt a pull, and I give a big yank. I hauled out three old rubber boots and a Ford radiator and a Chevrolet coupe. Handed in for national defense.
1: Welcome back. To Fish Talk Radio, this is John Hennigan in studio, and we have a very, very special guest today. We have one of the Valdez family, who is one of the uh, founding families in the East Cape in Baja, California, Sur, which is uh, kind of uh, north of Cabo San Lucas. We have Felipe Valdez. Felipe, do we have you there? Yes, I'm here. How are you doing? Uh, we're doing? Hi, everybody. Okay. Um, yeah, it's uh, well. Keep your keep your volume up a little bit because we got a three way conversation going here. We got you cut in. Um, but first of all, let's talk just for about one minute about the Hotel Buena Vista. Uh, it has a, a long history with uh, with the Valdez family. Can you just give us a real quick idea what that is?
5: yeah sure of course uh we're a family hotel um a fishing lodge orientated place uh we've been since 1936 we're one of the pioneers here of the east cape and uh, my dad started it, and we have a, a big tradition of uh of, of the fishing industry we have a fishing fleet uh, right now we're going through uh renewal getting everything updated so
1: We're here, Rob, up and running. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a beautiful, beautiful place in the world. And your facility, of course, is is, is stunning. And I'll just make a quick comment. If you're interested in going fishing or going on vacation almost anywhere in the world, I think value... East Cape in Baja California, sir, cannot be beat. You know, the price of the boats, the price of the accommodations, uh, the quality of the fishing. I, I don't think there's any place in the world. I mean, there's other places in the world where you can get some good fishing. But um, as far as value and convenience, I don't think that you're going to beat East Cape, and in particular, the Hotel Bonavista. Vista. So but one of the things that I want to talk about in this segment, because we don't have a lot of time, is... You're getting more and more tournaments uh, that are affordable. You know, we mentioned the Bisbee, which is—I mean—you can spend fifty grand to in get into that per person. And uh, uh, but we've got some tournaments coming up, and if you if you don't mind going over a couple of those that people might be interested in, sure, of
5: course, yes. Yeah, the tournament season is about to start in the East Coast. Uh, actually, in two weeks we start with the Cardonal tournament. That's a very traditional event locally here. It's a low-key tournament, but with very high uh, participation. Normally, that tournament gets about sixty votes. That's a pretty, pretty decent uh, outcome every year. Later that month, the following month, we, we uh, there's the Roosterfish tournament. Then July, we have the Dorado Shootout, the biggest. A dorado tournament in the world with over 130, 140 votes per year. Whoa. And how things were seen right now, and how the bait has been moving, and how the temperature of the water has been uh, behaving. We believe this is going to be the year where where uh, where the bait of the, the uh, then the dorado will come back. We already start mm-hmm. seeing some of them. Some a very good size, and it's. Uh, not many, to tell you I don't have to lie here. But we're seeing that there's a big change on the conditions that we've been having the last two years since the big Nino that hit us really hard and took most of the fish to to the Pacific side. Now right. it's more normal to a field
1: for fish. Yeah, the last... The so I'm sorry. The last couple of years have been tough, and a lot of that has to do with the water temperature. What it was is that it, you know, it it drove all the bait either down deep or in, out into the Pacific. So the Dorado fishing exactly. the last couple of years has not been that good as as it normally is. But
5: yeah, for one species it is bad, for another species it is good. We've been having the best tuna uh, fishing or snap fish. The most consistent tuna fishing. Uh, almost ever then Blue marlin out of out of this world the catching of, of Blue marlin and right after that, our shootout we have a busy and that been the break uh, record breaking numbers every single year mm-hmm. so we're taking a great outcome this year again after the busy uh, that uh, we hosted from the from August 1st to the 3rd that holds about 65 teams but it gives away more than half million dollar in yeah. cash prices.
1: <laughs> yeah, plus in, plus.
5: Without yeah. spending the, the the thousands of dollars of of the black and, the black and blue, the famous black yeah. and blue from Cabo. Right. You stay beach is more friendly, more affordable. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, there's three beaches to be caught. There's three days station. It's a whole week of excitement and fun and more. Amaran then, then the black and
1: blue. Well, and, after yeah, the I, black I, and blue, yeah, yeah, sorry. Now, the, the airfare to go down there depends on where you're coming from, but, you know, it's it's fairly reasonable because you fly into uh, Cabo San Lucas or SJD Airport, and then it's easy to get transportation up. But the thing that's exciting is that you've got tournaments going on where you can win a, basically $50,000, and your buy-in, your accommodations, you know, and what you're going to spend down there is probably under $1,000. Oh, yeah.
5: For example the busy with with uh with three thousand dollars you can make about forty thousand dollars in one day fishing, yeah so it's not it's not a big money yeah. that much money like the black and blue so with three thousand dollars you get your entry fee and the yeah, five hundred dollar um buy in uh jackpot yeah. baby jackpot and you can make about forty thousand dollars in a day yeah so <laughs> there you so that's not.
1: Yeah, well, even if you even if you divide that among your team members, uh, but you know you have now you can go. I guess it doesn't make any difference if you want to go out in a two million dollar boat or you know rent a cruiser for five six hundred bucks or or go, or go in a panga. You still have a good opportunity to win because you know you're not you don't you don't have to go fifty miles to catch fish.
5: No, 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 no. And Everything so, can be cut in our 10-mile range.
1: Yeah. So let's go over it again. The different tournaments coming up, you've got one in June, which is the what?
5: The Ritz Tournament.
1: And then if you've got, is there another one in June or is it in July? The
5: No, that's all in June. And then the Arower in July. Uh-huh. The first week of August, the Disney. Right. And then is. Twenty-six of August the Wahoo shoot
1: out, yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and, and then these are
5: all the way to october
1: yeah, and these are just it's you know it's incredible fishing, and all you got to do is hook one, but I know in the last couple of years, the Dorado you know small Dorado have taken it because there were so few caught, but there's going to be a lot more yes. down there now, and they're just so much fun to catch. Even if you don't yep. win, even if you don't win for uh, for what you get, you know, f- to enter the tournament with you know everything that's included in the tournament and the rooms are very reasonable. And what's for a room with double occupancy about what does it run for per night?
5: Uh, You can go from 120 all the way to 215.
1: Yeah, I mean, try and find that in California someplace. Good luck. (laughs) But you're not going to get that kind of fishing. The other thing is, is you just... And
5: we we include me also. Oh,
1: wow. No, um, that's almost free. But uh, no, I'd love, love to go down there. So if you're looking to enter a big game tournament, if that's always been your your life's goal, and again, it's not always the you know the the high end professionals and the expensive boats that win frequently. It's uh, you know you just go out and your boat captain will put you on the fish and all you do is reel it in. Yep. Okay. Now, before we have to leave this segment, let's find out how to get in touch with uh, 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 Felipe or Axel Valdez, and that's at the Hotel Buena Vista, and I know you've got at least one website. What do you recommend?
5: Yeah, hotelbuenavista.com. Uh, um, that's okay. the web, our website.
1: Perfect. You can
5: also find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. You right. can check all the videos of the catch of every week. There you go. Or you can give us a call on the 800 number, okay. Uh,
1: 752-3555. Okay, that's hotelbuenavista.com. Felipe, thank you for sharing that with us. We appreciate having you on. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com.
0: it's time to enjoy the biggest Southern California reservoir located in Hemet just 90 minutes from Los Angeles and San Diego. Getting away from the summer heat, fall and winter bring ideal fishing weather, world-renowned for its black bass fishing, also home to the bluegill and red ear sunfish, rainbow trout, and both blue and channel catfish. Bring your boat or rent one of ours. Tell them John Hennigan sent you, and they'll give you a special gift on California parks. Visit dvmarina.com. That's dvmarina.com.
1: back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in the studio, and uh, we've got a special guest. We'll see if we can track him down a little bit. I think we're confused about the timing on it, but hopefully um, I'll give a little bit of an intro for Bill Shedd. Now, his uh, his father, Milt, is the one that started the company. And he also uh, he 's he's also uh, the person that uh, started uh, hub hubs Institute and you know what do we have phil on bill's on okay let 's go ahead and start directly with Bill Bill. I was just starting to get a little bit of history on the shed family. Would you mind uh, go ahead and starting off with milt and give us an idea in just a minute or two and bring us up to date from where it was and what it is?
6: Sure. Um, yeah, my dad, Meltshed, was a guy that, uh, gosh, we stopped counting at 3,500 days that he had fished uh, <laughs> on the ocean. Just uh, loved to fish, couldn't get enough of it, and wanted to try to make a living out of the ocean, so uh, started SeaWorld uh, with a fraternity brother back in. Uh, in 1964 and that's um, the
1: sea world that we're you know that's in san diego
6: yeah san diego and, and uh Europe, also in, yeah. in orlando florida and in san antonio but yeah that that's that's the sea world and uh um, he felt from the very beginning that they needed to look for ways to find ways to give back to the resource. So he also, before starting SeaWorld, started the Hub SeaWorld Research Institute, which is now one of the main uh, marine research centers in the country. And then he and, my, he and Mom uh, bought uh, ASCO uh, uh, from J.C. Axelson's wife in 1973. And I came on board in '74, and uh, it's still a family business with... Uh, three, my wife and three kids, all working
1: here. <laughs> Definitely a family affair. And uh, the thing about AFCO that I that I want to make sure that people understand. Yeah, well, first of all, let me give you some accolades. Um, talking about uh, the giving back and the research. My understanding is that I believe what 10% of the profits generated by AFCO uh, are donated?
6: Yeah, that's our pledge. We take uh, 10% of our profits uh, have every year since uh, we started here in... uh in, in in 1970 1973, and we put it back into uh, resource issues, into uh, industry issues, to try to help uh, help with marine conservation and um, and also help uh, help support the industry and try to help uh, ensure that anglers have access to the to the resource.
1: Do you have? It might be a difficult question, but over that period of time, do you have any clue how much money that you've donated?
6: Oh gosh, I don't know. It's a lot of years, so it's many millions. <laughs>
1: many millions, sure. yes. yeah. Sure. yeah. But uh, and just uh, we're going to talk, you know, about a couple of different things. But one of the one of the things that's important to me is after, you know you can you can buy a lot of products at a lot of different prices, and you know the adage that you get what you pay for. Now, the thing to me personally is that if you're looking at a fishing rod that you're interested in buying, the first thing I do is look at the roller guide. And it says if it says A-F-T-C-O on it, you know you've got a quality product because they don't make anything that's not. And virtually everybody uh, that is trolling rods uh, uses AFco uh, roller guides or RAFco gui- AFCO guides and if it's not on there more than likely it's not a quality piece of equipment because the quality manufacturers that's all they use
6: well that that's been our focus since day one is to we're, we're not good at just copying what somebody else does and trying to make it four cents cheaper we you know our niche here has always been to look for ways to uh, to make things the best and um, Making a quality product—that's our—that's our number one focus, and mm-hmm. number two is being able to deliver it. So having enough inventory that you can deliver the product to the person when they when they mm-hmm. need it and want it.
1: Now, you do not make—or I could be wrong—you do you make fishing rods?
6: No, you know we won't do that because we we'd then be competing with our customers, our mm-hmm. our main customers, are all the major rod manufacturers, and um, so that's. Um, uh, we don't want to compete with them, so that, that's uh, we we, we mm-hmm. won't ever make fishing rods.
1: And well, there's, of course, you start with the roller guides, and then as you go down <laughs> downstream a little bit, uh, your uh, uh, real um your seats, seats and, yeah. and
6: the uh, the bigger piece there for us is what we call a. These are all parts that go on big game fishing rods, and uh, uh, we make a part called a uni which combines the aluminum handle and the reel seat into into one part. Uh, so you don't have a real seat that can turn around a, mm-hmm. a aluminum mm-hmm. handle, and uh, just again, an, uh, another way to make a better product. So it's mm-hmm. all all one unit,
1: right? And, and again, it's you know your, you know your product is not ridiculously expensive, um, but it, it is. I don't think there's a better quality product on the market uh, for uh, fishing rod, you know. The guides and in uh, um, the real seed.
6: Well, thank you. Appreciate that. It's, um, well, we put a lot of time and energy in over the years to try to find a way to continue to improve on it and keep making mm-hmm. it better.
1: Right. Well, we're going to keep you on for two segments. And in the next segment, we're going to talk a little bit more about maybe your clothing line and you know some of the other stuff that you do. Sure. You know, but but right now, I'd, you know, I'd like to focus in on you know what AFCO is and what AFCO does. Yeah, uh, you know, we mentioned that over the years you've given literally millions of dollars back to the sport you know, through conservation and uh, uh, help developing access for anglers. And you've got a couple of pet uh, pet projects. I know that it, we had a, we had you on a year or so ago and we were talking about the. Uh, uh, the shark uh tournament I think you had out of uh um, on the East Coast that was out of uh wasn't Nantucket where was that it was
6: uh right out of long island with uh, yeah. linked up with with gar Harvey and uh, just uh working mm-hmm. back there to try to uh, encourage people to release the sharks that they're catching as opposed to uh, keeping them and weighing them and and, and, and wasting them mm-hmm. you know if you catch a mako shark that's a good eating fish you know bring it in and eat it but um other sharks um just to bring it in, weigh it, and hang it. That's, um, no, that's uh, the a travesty. Purpose, that term, term yeah. was to encourage people to... Uh, and, and we have seen it.
1: a difference. I, I know that in, uh, in Baja, California, sir, uh, the release rate now is over 90% and and it and it shows it really does make a difference cuz yes they are pelagic they travel around the world but there are such things as resident marlin and i assume there are you know that with sharks that tend to stay in one area and it takes a long time for them to grow and when you kill one you know you've you know, you're you're not going he's not going to be there to catch again
6: well, and a shark has a, a very long gestation period, so and they have very few pups, mm-hmm. uh, so because they're the top top line predators. So, that, you know, unlike uh, fish that can, uh, you know, spawn out, uh, have a million plus eggs in a in, a, in, in one event. Uh-huh. You know, uh, you know, a mako shark, for example, might have six or eight or ten pups, and uh, after a, a very long gestation period, lot longer than humans. So, um, they really can't withstand a whole lot of pressure.
1: Okay. And, well, and you're you're right, and it's and I don't know how long in mean, marlin can you know depending on what it is you know they can live longer than people, and I don't think they in you know, marlin they don't even reach sexual maturity until they're like 17 or something like that.
6: Well, some some fish like you know the big the the, the big groupers and some of those uh, those fish can live longer than people. I don't think marlin do. Mar, marlin probably. Uh, you know, I think a twenty five or thirty year old uh mm-hmm. Marlon would be a, a, a really really old one. I'm not sure they even get to thirty years, but there there are many fish that will outlive uh outlive uh, outlive people. Uh, but Okay. But you asked about the just the, the AFCO AFCO stands for the American Fishing Tackle Company. Um, started in 1958 by, by J.C. Axelson in the basement of his home on Lido Island in, in, Newport Beach. He had a, uh, he had a big manufacturing company, Axelson Manufacturing Company with a thousand employees and, uh, uh, had a, uh, the nicest machine shop in all of Orange County, uh, on Lido Island, some of the most exclusive uh, land mm-hmm. in Orange County. Mm-hmm. Just because he could afford to do it on a double lot and he tinkered in the basement of his home and came up with the uh, Afco roller guide.
1: Well, where where is your product made now?
6: It's uh here in in Santa Ana in Southern California, not too far from Disneyland, but uh, uh in Santa Ana, which is in Orange County.
1: Okay. Yeah so all the Afco products themselves and I can't wait to get into your clothing line cuz that really excites me. <laughs> it's uh you know what you've teamed up with but uh you know what what you've done for giving back and the conservation is is certainly commendable.
6: Well thank you that was just that was set by by my dad as something that that's just the way it ought to be so that's mm-hmm. how we do it.
1: Yeah. No, and that is, uh, uh, and and again, when you when you're looking at fishing rods, and you want to try and find out which which is a good one, if it doesn't say Afco on there someplace, chances are it's not the first quality. That uh, you know, and I know that you know. I don't know how much of a percentage of that you know that part of your business is still there, but um, I you, I think most of the major quality manufacturers use your products, yeah, especially offshore. We,
6: we sell in roller guides. We sell seventy-five or eighty percent of all the uh, better better quality roller guides that are mm-hmm. that are used in the world. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, lot others that are that are cheaper on lower end lower end rods, but on the on the better more expensive rods, we the vast, vast majority of them are, are AFCOs. You're yeah,
1: right. well, and did you, you also sell overseas?
6: Sure, sure. Our biggest market is here, um, and we actually send uh, quite a few parts overseas that then come back to be sold in the U.S., but mm-hmm. Australia's a big market for us. New Zealand's a pretty good-sized market for us. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, we, we, we sell products outside the States for sure.
1: Right, and actually you're, well, I guess you're the president, CEO, uh, head bottle washer and sales manager, aren't you?
6: Well, I, I, a lot of titles, but more importantly, we just have some really good people here. That yeah. We've got about 80 employees, and wow. we're fortunate they... Uh they, they, they seem to stay, and um, um, okay. uh, we're, we're, we're lucky. We've got just really good people here.
1: Okay. Well, you've uh, some years ago you got involved in clothing. Uh, we're going to take a break, and I want to get involved in that uh, because it's extremely important. It's you know it's also a similar quality, and you know the right clothing. It's just like having the right equipment. So we're going to be right back with you if you don't mind, Bill. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com. We'll be right back. Make
0: Lake Hemet your mountain lake escape in the San Jacinto Mountain Range near Idlewild. The bustling summer season has left the lake quiet and peaceful. Perfect for fishing, boating, and RV camping. Visit LakeHemetRecreation.com for details. That's LakeHemetRecreation.com.
4: 877- 777-777-TUNA.
5: I got
0: the launch ramp blue.
1: launch ramp blue. 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 Welcome back to Fish Talk blue. Radio, and we have the pleasure of, I guess, right now the patriarch of the family. We have Bill Shedd from AFCO Manufacturing, and as we mentioned, it's, uh, it's started by his dad, and it's still a family affair. And you have, what, three family members working there?
6: Yeah, we do, two sons and a daughter, and... Uh uh, myself, my wife, so
1: there's five of us here. Yeah, yeah, and I'll tell you what. Um, w- one of the things I want to concentrate on this particular part of the program is that it's a few years ago you teamed up with Guy Harvey. And, you know, if anybody doesn't know who Guy Harvey is, uh, then they, I don't know where they, what planet they came from. But he is a, a quite a famous artist, and he does a, a lot of different uh, but his style is such as, you know, when you see a a shirt, you know, of, of Guy Harvey's shirt with, uh, you know, with pictures or paintings of fish on it, you know exactly what it is and where it came from. They're very, very impressive. And fortunately, over the years, I've collected more than a couple, thanks to you. And uh, so people are surprised when I wear something that doesn't have a fish on it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, what I'd like to do is talk about that clothing line. And we'll kind of mention Guy Harvey and you know, maybe a little bit about how you know, you've worked with him in conservation. But what I'd like to say is that the, the, the shirts that you produce... Well, of course you have a clothing line with pants and shorts. but the uh, I, personally, I would like to know what you do is cotton. Cotton is cotton, right? Well, well not, apparently not. Really. not. Yeah. yeah, no,
6: not not not, not really. And uh, you know, you can you can you can comb it, and there's ways to treat the threads, and you, know, you can buy a button-down cotton shirt that's. Uh, you know thirty nine dollars and up to a hundred dollars and it's uh, cotton is not just cotton and and, and, and in today's world um, increasingly um, there's a more synthetic fabrics that uh, that, we're, mm-hmm. that we and others are making shirt, shirt shirts out of that mm-hmm. uh, that give you uh, protection from the Sun and and they just travel well you can you know wad them up throw them in your suitcase and uh, uh, get to your fishing fishing location out of the country pull it out and wear it and uh, um, uh, you can wear it on the boat fishing that day and then wear it to dinner. And um, so the, 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 the shirts today are not the shirts of yesterday.
1: But, well, that's the truth. But, but you mentioned you touched on something. Before we go past it, I want to mention it. Uh, one of the last things that I got from you, I guess was a hoodie. But basically it's a long sleeve T-shirt, but it's not cotton. It's some sort of a synthetic fabric. But what's really strange about it is that when you're cold, it keeps you warm. And when it's hot, it keeps you cool. And I don't know how you manage to do that, but it's very, very popular with the, uh, um, the sport boat captains in Mexico, because when they're out in the sun all day, it's best to have some protection from the sun. So the long sleeves do that, but but they're not hot, and you don't sweat. It's just uh, uh, a very unique piece of equipment that anybody that goes out on the water should use, and I'm sure it works just fine for fresh water and salt water. But it's just an amazing piece of equipment. And um, and it works.
6: Well, fifteen years ago, we all we all just fished in blue jeans and T-shirts and and cotton T-shirts, and uh, mm-hmm. that, that's clearly changed. And the, the shirt you're talking about, this. Um uh, you know, we and other companies make uh, you know lot, lots of different styles, and it prim- primarily it's, it's made out of a polyester. You think of polyester, and you think of the old cheap suits. There you go. <laughs> and, and today, that, that's not polyester. Uh, they can uh, they can treat the, the the fabric so that it can become uh, soft, even feel as, as soft as cotton. But the, mm-hmm. the big advantage. Is that it? It, um, it wicks away it. Where cotton will absorb the your sweat and absorb mm-hmm. the moisture. Um, the, the, the the synthetic material shirts uh, helps to wick away the, the 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 moisture off of your skin, mm-hmm. so that uh, you don't feel even though you've sweated, you don't feel clammy, and so it keeps you it keeps you cooler and more comfortable. Mm-hmm.
1: And and, that's and, got, and got if, got and, and, if and if it's cool, it works great for a windbreak and kind of warms you up.
6: Sure, sure. not so knock, knock yeah. the wind down and. Um, uh, they're, they're primarily designed to keep to protect you from the sun and to keep you cool during the day. Mm-hmm. But you know, a shirt's still a shirt. If it gets cool at night, it'll, it'll help you to keep warm as well. But right. um, and there's uh, you know those same those same shirts they'll make with with hoods. Uh, they'll make them with uh, hoods and sun masks built uh-huh. into
1: them. Oh, I, I need one of those, Bill. So, okay, I was I was in mainland Mexico uh, I don't know, a month two months ago, and we were duck hunting and there is when you in, when the sun starts going down, these bugs man they were so sure. thick oh, yeah, yeah. but uh, you know the only thing that saved me was that long sleeve shirt and you can pull the hood over to protect your face sure. and it was it worked incredible the only <laughs> The only thing I got is I had long pants on, but i don't have socks, and so I got bit around the ankles <laughs> but uh, but uh it was amazing how well that worked.
6: Well, we, we started making clothing in, in what, in, in 1980, 1989, um, we wanted to make a fishing short, and, um... So I, the way we found the original material, my dad had just come back from a long-range trip out of San Diego, a 16-day trip, and had, I don't know, 15 or 1,800 pounds of yellowfin tuna and wahoo. And he calls me on a Saturday and says, Billy, meet me at AFCO. We're cleaning fish today.
1: <laughs>
6: so I, we took some kitchen ta- some tables out in yeah. the mountain parking lot, and we're cleaning fish. Well, I had three swatches of material that... Um, different companies had sent me that they said that the, the they would be stain resistant. Yeah. So I thought, well, I'm looking at this table full of all this uh, yeah. fish and, right. and, and mess and thought, well, wait a sec. We're going to find out who's telling the truth. So I went in and got the three uh, swatches, threw them on the table and finished cleaning the fish and just let it sit in all that. Uh, so it, 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 it got pretty messy. Uh, put them on the roof for a couple of days, uh, you know, secured them so they wouldn't blow away, took them home and washed them, and one of the fabrics, it cleaned up like it was brand new, and I says, okay, that's what we're using. You, that's Daddy. the same material that we use today in our uh, our original fishing short, which is the first product AFCO made in clothing, and it's still today the uh, most widely worn, most famous fishing short, saltwater fishing short mm-hmm. uh, in the world. Wow. And that, then our business, you mentioned Guy Harvey, and then in... Um, in 2004, we linked up with, with Guy, who's um, he's the, he's the world's best marine, marine, marine artist. Um, he paints uh, primarily fish, but also does uh, marine mammals and birds, but is known for the fish that he does. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that uh, you know, you, can, you can identify a Guy Harvey. Well, it's because he, he, he does them right. He's, a, he's a, not only a hugely talented artist, but he's a Ph.D. marine biologist. He spends hmm. a lot of time in the
1: water. He's a nice guy, too.
6: He, he's a nice guy. He, he knows what uh, he knows what the, um, what the what the fish looks like, and he's able to translate that onto canvas, which we then translate onto onto the fabric. And that's mm-hmm. a b- big part of our business are the, the Guy Harvey T-shirts and, uh, that are uh, you know so, so well known not just in the uh, fishing world, but uh, uh, all over the all over the East Coast and Southeast
1: especially. Well, what I like about them is they're so attractive. Uh, you know they're not gaudy, uh, but you know the the quality of, of what goes on in the shirts. One of one of the other things that I I like to mention, but while I'm thinking about it, is the quality. We talked about the cotton, where you can you know wear it yeah roll it up in the in a ball and throw it on your bedroom floor and walk on it a few days pick it up shake it out yeah i'm getting that somebody's looking at me like yeah okay i know that and uh, and then you pick it up shake it out and it looks like it just came out of the box but you know the the uh, the other thing is that when you the first thing you look for when you're buying a quality shirt is the patterns and how they match up with the pockets and the buttons and you cannot buy a cheap shirt that does that. And so the first thing you look at is the quality of the material and whether the pattern matches up. And, you know, and then there's there's other things to know that, um, you know, you're buying a quality product. And when you buy that type of a product, it, it really is an investment. It's like investing in the right equipment because, you know, years later, it still looks brand new.
6: No, you're right. That's 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 a good sign. It's a, it's it's uh, it's expensive to uh, to match the pocket in the pattern. It's uh, even more expensive to match the pa- the pattern down the front of the shirt, mm-hmm. and uh, that is a good way to tell the, the quality because it's. It, 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 the, the, you can't hide that. You can't hide the cost in it. If you're gonna, you're gonna match that stuff up. You, you, it's gonna cost you. So mm-hmm. that's a good way to tell if they're, if they're doing the manufacturer is doing that kind of thing. Then you know they're doing other hidden things right as well.
1: Well, if anybody wants to, uh, you know, send me something. <laughs> it's like a, you know, said said somebody one time. How many fishing rod does a person need? Uh, the answer is always one more. The answer is one more than what you got. Yeah, always and, one more. And your guy every shirts it it's the same thing because, uh, you know i got to mix it up a little bit and you know walk down the the Malacona and Cabo and and uh, you know, people, you know, say, "Hey, guy, how you doing?" <laughs> but uh, and and the other thing is, you do have you know a lot of distribution, and that the again the clothing line. I, I don't know if you mentioned the shorts. Uh, we talked about the long sleeve shirt, and then the cotton shirts with the you know the button downs. Is there anything else that we should mention?
6: Well, sure. We make a whole line of clothing for for fishermen now, and most recently we came up with what we think is the ultimate waterproof uh, rain jacket and bib. Um, and what makes it? Uh, it's made out of a, um, a material that just it, it it breathes. It's not only you know 100% waterproof. It uh, it breathes well. You know, there's there's lots of um, lots of um, uh, rain gear that'll keep you dry, but it, you just you cook inside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this, keep, this, yeah. this stuff keeps the uh, moisture in. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. this, we took a, take a uh, uh, display to the the recent shows, and you uh, you have a cylinder, and you 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 have the the fabric uh, in the cylinder with water on top of it, and you blow air. Uh, 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 from below and, and bubbles come up, but the water doesn't go down through it. It shows you how they, that you can have a fabric that air can go through, but water can't. Hmm. And um, that's um, uh, that, that's called anhydrous. It's a waterproof rain jacket and, yeah. uh, okay. and waterproof system. That's, uh, but there's a big focus on uh, not just shorts, but uh, pants as well, mm-hmm. um, increasingly with stretching them so they're comfortable. Shirts that keep the sun off you and keep. It well, protected. I've got
1: I got room in my closet for one more. <laughs> you, got, you
6: got a few hangers left, <laughs> yeah.
1: huh? But anyway, we're going to have to cut you loose, uh, right uh, for this segment. But uh, AFTCO. Uh, and what would you recommend? Just afco dot com.
6: Yeah, afco dot com would take you to our site, you could learn anything you want to know about the company.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's very interesting read. I, I was looking at it this morning. It's like ten pages of the history, uh, and it's it's a fascinating story about what you guys have done, and and it just keeps getting better. So go to um, aftco dot and get some more information on that. And I trust me, um, it, it's not overpriced. It's not cheap, but uh, it's worth every penny. Uh, Bill, we appreciate you uh, hanging out with us. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com and listen to it as many times as you want. For your outdoor adventure in the West, calparksco.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Shasta Trinity Recreation Area is breathtakingly beautiful with all amenities, offering the best camping in California. California's largest reservoir, Diamond Valley, is just 90 miles from Los Angeles or San Diego, designed for an incredible fishery. At Silver Falls Lodge in Oregon, no need to rough it. Stunning beauty and first-class accommodations. Whatever your desire, calparksco.com has
4: it.
1: Always buy quality, and you will not be disappointed. A.O. Coolers, the lightweight, soft-sided cooler, will not disappoint you. Easy to carry, less room on the deck, and more efficient. A.O. Coolers fit the product inside for more performance. Once you try one, you want more. You will be proud to own one. A.O. Coolers outperform bulky, hard-shell, and lesser soft-sided coolers. For types and how to find yours, go to AOCoolers.com. Available at West Marine.
3: some
1: like to roll, but me and the boys gonna shake, rattle, and troll Shake, rattle, and troll Yes, yeah, so I'll walk you by grab your favorite poem It's me and the boys gonna shake, rattle, and Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. We've only got a couple of minutes, but we do have uh, the opportunity to have Bill Shedd from Africa Manufacturing on the line and Bill I like we, we mentioned Guy Harvey, but I'd like to cover that a little bit more in depth about you know the organization that, that you and Guy have put together and some of the things that you've done working with each other as far as enhancing the industry and conservation.
6: Sure. Well, 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 Guy has formed uh, two separate entities, the Guy Harvey Ocean Foundation and, and also the uh, uh, Guy Harvey Institute through Nova Southeastern, a large university in, in, in Florida. And um, um, he, he's felt for, forever that uh, the ocean is out of sight, out of mind. And the most important thing that we can do to help uh, protect the fish and look after the ocean is to educate people about, mm-hmm. uh, about what's happening in the ocean. And uh, 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 since he's a, a Ph.D. marine biologist by trade, uh, uh, he spent a lot of time on, on, on various uh, projects, mm-hmm. all the way from, you know, tagging projects to... Uh, uh, to, to working on um, uh, protecting uh, the groupers in, uh, mm-hmm. in 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 the Cayman Islands, uh, well, Bi- it's a big focus on sharks recently. To-
1: Bill, I, I don't want to interrupt, but there's there's something, and I don't want to be political, but there's something that you know that I kind of feel pretty deeply about. Do we have climate change? Of course we do. Um, but I don't want to get involved in the politics of what causes climate change and how much effect we have on it. But the thing that irritates me is something that the climate is something we may or may not be able to do anything about. But what's extremely important is our waterways and oceans. Sure. You know, there's a lot that we're doing wrong. A lot can be fixed, but nobody ever talks about it.
6: Sure. No, that's... I mean, the oceans produce more oxygen than all the forests in the world, mm-hmm. um, hmm. just, uh, just from from all the, uh, the phytoplankton, and um, um, you know a lot of people don't know that, and you know mm-hmm. they're so focused on. Uh, uh, protecting the 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 trees, which right. we should, but uh, yes, oh, this 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 earth is very much reliant on an ocean. It's not just a matter of and, fishermen and having a healthy
1: ocean to, to right. Fish. And that is something we do have some control over. It's you know the fertilizers that wash down, the um, antibiotics that wash into it, and, and you know the whole cycle of what, of what goes in. Uh, and it's not that difficult, you know, to fix. But no one seems to pay attention to it. Everything in the news is about about man-made climate change, and uh, you know, which we may or may not be able to do something about. But the oceans and our waterways, we definitely can do something about it. But apparently, there's no money in it. I don't know why.
6: Well, it was for forever, people thought that the oceans were just so big and vast that we couldn't uh, harm mm-hmm. them and uh, couldn't harm Mother Nature. But I think. Uh, um, you know, people are beginning to change their minds. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Well, let's talk
1: about, you know, can. the the, uh, the hydrocarbons. Well, what about all the heavy metals uh, that uh, China pumps into the air that end up at the bottom of the ocean, the mercury sure. and everything else? That, uh, you know, nobody gives it a second thought. But anyway, let's let's get away from that for a second. I just want to express my opinion on that. But, uh, what you know, what you and Guy Harvey is doing, we've only got a, uh, less than a minute. But uh, well, one of,
6: One of the things that we did several years ago back, with the, uh, um, the 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 oil spill in the in, in the Gulf was mm-hmm. uh, we actually raised five hundred thousand dollars to um, from uh, uh, a contribution from each T-shirt that we sold. Oh wow! And that money that money went to very uh, various marine research centers to try right. to look at the uh, the the impacts of the. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, The the Verizon uh, oil spill. Well, and
1: and I think that made a difference. You know, they found a lot about that. Things were different than what people thought. But uh, anyway, we're going to have to let you go, uh, Bill. But if you're interested in AFCO, AFCO manufacturing, you know, Guy Harvey, uh, probably a good place to start would be at AFTCOAFCO.com. That's it. Bill, you're awesome. I appreciate that very much.
6: Thanks, John. Appreciate
0: your time.
1: And you're listening to Fish Talk Radio. you gone fishing.